Welcome to the Truckers Minds Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. All right. Episode 21. Um, 21, 21. Yeah, 21 Savage. Get your girl in the bathtub. What? That's the type of shit. 21. <laughs> I was like, I hope he didn't say that. <laughs> you be thinking he about to drop some bars. He be like, 21 Savage eating pastrami sandwiches. Yo, yeah. He just literally makes statements, the whole verse. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll surprise you with some hot bars. Yeah, you be like, like what? Yeah, he, he said something like, nut on your girl's face, call it baby face. Yeah. <laughs> I call it baby face. What? And that shit, like, Keith didn't say it right, but uh, uh, 21 has to, he dropped some jewels on that. And you had to think about it like, oh. Okay. So the babies. Are <laughs> all right, all right. First off, before we get into the podcast, and we do have a guest here, uh, but before we get into this, uh, we want to thank you guys for our first over a thousand listeners. And I have the update. It's oh, it's actually a thousand forty nine. So we we headed to we headed to two to two grand, and it's only because of you guys, and mm-hmm. we definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Thousand listens, that's a trip. That's a big deal. Came a long way. That means a thousand people gave a shit. They like they listened and they said, Hey, you know, I think he's boring. But steady <laughs> <laughs> guy. No, I'm like, <laughs> no, we really got over the hump because of Tree. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Shout out to Tree. He's definitely. gonna take over our podcast next week. Yeah, definitely. I <laughs> I can't wait to like run into that guy later on. You know, once they get into the thick of things during yeah. the year. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, one of my students tried to stab me, you know. And I'll be like, damn. He just have a f- hair full of gray hair. Yeah, we got to capture that. He going to look like Barack Obama after the eighth, <laughs> after the eighth oh, year. Man. Barack Obama, they look like somebody sucked the life out of that nigga. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, America. I don't, I don't know that you wanted to use that one with the whole Clinton thing and everything. Was that suck the life out of? <laughs> I mean, I thought we got to get past that. <laughs> we didn't even introduce my. We got we got our special guest this week. You can you might as well go ahead. And yeah, might as well go in there, man. <clears throat> oh, uh, this is DJ, uh, one fourth of Finesse Entertainment. All right, man. All right. Yeah. This guy is, this guy's got some some spunk about him, man. <laughs> what? Bro, bro, atti- bro attitude. Spunky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get into things here, we want to thank our good friends at Half Star Apparel for sponsoring this episode. Uh, this episode has been sponsored by our good friends at Half Star, Half Star Apparel. Half Star Apparel is a brand trademarked in 2017 by a truck driver with vision that went beyond the windshield. Not only is it a homegrown brand, but it's cost-effective and the quality is impeccable. The shirts do not shrink or fade, and the designers do an amazing job reflecting a California-themed clothing line. The, they have a variety of styles from long body tees, tank tops, baseball tees, and not to mention, they got something for the ladies. Cause you got to have something for them, right? Uh, be sure to check out their inventory at halfstarapparel.bigcartel.com. Once again, that is halfstarapparel.bigcartel.com. We'll have that information in details once we post the episode. Oh, and that's not it. When you listen to the Truckers Mind podcast, you get rewarded. Beep, 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 beep. That was supposed to be like, uh, we ain't doing no sound effects. I did that with my mouth. Anyways, uh, when you listen to the Trucker's Mind podcast, you get a discount code, Trucker10, and get 15% off when you shop online. Once again, that is insert code, Trucker10, and you get 15, yes, 15% off when purchasing products online on halfstarapparel.bigcartel.com. So if you're looking for 
something simple, fashionable, and active. Look no further and remember to live hard, fearless, and strive to always rise. Let's get into this, man. We're going to go ahead and introduce our guest and just learn a little bit about him. Um, tell us what you're working on, um, what you do, X and Y, and uh, let's just go ahead and see what you, what you got going on, brother. All right, so uh, do you want to know about my regular life or do you want to know about my, my, my dream life, my nightlife? I mean, do you have alter ego? Because this podcast ain't going to go good if you do. <laughs> well, Scoot, talk closer to him. Um, well, first, during the day. I'll tell you what I do during the day. I am, I'm a um, I'm a RSP teacher basically. With what I do is I teach kids who are like a little below grade level. Okay. I teach them how to read and do math and all the stuff that none of us like to do. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I help them get back to grade level on that. And uh-huh. then at night, I become one fourth of finesse entertainment, where we uh, we act, write, got some comedians, got some models, but there's four of us, and we pretty much anything entertainment. That's cool, man. And uh, Keith knows a little bit about it. He he just I'm joined us. Part of it. Yeah, he just. Joined I don't even us. know why I'm acting like this is. Like, <laughs> I didn't even yeah, realize he, like one fourth. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's, oh, there's four of you. Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. That was uh, funny. Yeah, Keith. He had this extra intrigued look on his face, like he's not a part of it. Yeah, never heard of it. Well, tell me, tell me yeah. more. Tell me more about this finesse stuff. So, are there other black people in there? <laughs> yeah, is it like yeah. a is it like a, a fraternity or <laughs> how do I join? Are there sigmas there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, awesome. Um, and beyond that, um, what have you what have you learned in regards to um, being a teacher and also uh, chasing your dreams? Basically, since you do this, this is it's pretty apparent that you want to do way more than you know just teach. So. How did how did I mean basically how did you go into wanting to get into entertainment? Is it something that sparked your interest or? Um, actually, it's a it's kind of weird that I'm a teacher now because growing up I did not have the best grades, <laughs> um, and part of that is because the the entertainer was always in me. So got it. Growing up, I was a real class clown. Some people might call it. I call it just being open minded. There you go. Yeah, some people call it being a class clown. And that got me into a little bit of trouble grade-wise. Mm-hmm. But I guess you never know where life is going to take you because now I'm a teacher. So the teaching part is actually the surprising part. The entertainment part is I feel like it's always been there. I just have to figure out how to do it. There you go. After, after, after I realized I wasn't going to the NBA, but that's another story. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, that's definitely another story. I don't know how to really tackle that one. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't, we don't got to elaborate. It's just, either you're good or you're all right. All right, for you, man. So you, so you hooped, I, I assume. Yeah, 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 I did. So you played basketball. Where, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. About that. Where'd you play at? Uh, I went to uh, Ridgeview High School, the Ridgeview High School. Oh, wow. I know we got, okay. I know we got a, like a this, driller or two in here. <laughs> right yeah. You're the, yeah. You're, the, you're the second Ridgeview guy to come on here. Yeah. How does it feel to be second? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know. It feels better than being third, I guess. <laughs> That's all I got for you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's best to be second. Because if you walk in the room first, it could be an issue in there that, that you didn't really expect. Me being second, I can expect it because I just saw what happened to the first person. Yeah. That's but- all. I, I just made that up. 
Yeah, but what if they know how to retain being first? They just stay on top for it. They just stay on top. They just Jay-Z and Drake your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're Drake. like... They're, go ahead. <laughs> Luckily, I haven't encountered that yet as far as like any other school aside from Ridgeview. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. All right, man. Well... You just be mad at Drake for still being on top after like... Bruh. Dang near, what, like eight years, 10 years? Mm, man, oh, well, eight. Damn. What I don't get is... Because they do the same thing to Kevin Hart in comedy. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. are you getting mad at him instead of just doing what he's doing, which is outworking you? Why don't you just step your work at the gut? It's easier to hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more convenient to say, like, you know, um, oh, man, he's doing this, or he's pandering to this people, or he's doing this, or he's doing that. It's easier to deflect than actually put in the work. That, that's the biggest issue that the common person has. Yeah. Like, for example, if I see doing, somebody doing something great, that's going to impact me differently than someone else. With me, I'll be like, man, this guy's doing it. Mm-hmm. I need to step my game up. I want to do what he's doing except do it even better. Other people be like, fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. there, there's two different ways people are affected by that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah they, they, Kevin Hart's, Drake's. Oh, Lord. My freaking phone's going this off. Got to put that on silent. Anyways, the Drake's, the Jay-Z's. Those guys are rare for a reason. They have a different type of work ethic, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, that's why they're on top. Mm-hmm. All right. Not to stray too far away from what we uh, have going on here. To piggyback basically off of how we opened the podcast, you know, with our sponsor, it is a homegrown uh, brand, which leads me to this question. Why should we support local brands? Or local, you know, clothing lines and X and Y. I could give you some reasons why. All right. First of all, a person with a local brand, you could shake their hand, look them in the face, and you know, if they have a good product, you can support that product. But Michael Jordan don't give a fuck about you, and you might spend two hundred and seventy dollars on a shoe, and you will never get to see Michael Jordan. And if you see him, he's gonna be like, "Get away from me, security!" You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that's why uh, if you see your buddy and he's selling the shoes for sixty dollars, don't be like, "Oh man, that's a lot of money for them shoes." But your following ass will go out and spend over two hundred dollars on a pair of Jordans. You know, if you could just, you know, if you could, it's like it's more personal when you could like shake hands, look someone in the eye, and buy their product, and don't look for handouts. Like, legitimately support someone, that's a big deal, man. That's the worst, man. Just if someone is just trying to make a living off of, you know, their their business or whatever they got going, and you go in there asking for to have a discount, it's just like, it's just ridiculous. You shouldn't, you, you should not, like, someone, I think me and DJ had talked about it once where we were, we were talking about it with, uh, with Gil. And he was t- talking about how people from Bakersfield always like to, he has a clothing <clears throat> line, and he was talking about how people from Bakersfield always like to, you know, ask for discounts and stuff. It's like, yeah. but you don't go until he's asking for a discount. No. You don't go into Shoe Palace and ask for a discount. No. So don't ask me for in, a discount. In fact, sometimes <laughs> they get more excited when the price is higher. Like, you know how much I pay for these? Yeah. 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 These are $600 shoes I got on. <laughs> like, good for you, but you're yeah. never going to meet. Nah. Whoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah, gonna. it's like you said, you're not going to run into Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan cares nothing about you. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Like, you can come out with a brand tomorrow and you know you got my support. Mm-hmm. You will never get Michael Jordan support because Michael Jordan is only supporting Michael Jordan. Yeah. Man, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, Man. Michael that's... Jordan won't even support Kawhi Leonard. 
Kawhi Leonard is like top three players in the league. Yeah. yeah. He's right. not like, yeah. It's it's kind of like a mentality where it's like, if you're not with me, then you're against me. And Michael, I feel like someone like Michael Jordan feels like everybody else is against me, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're wearing Adidas, I can't mess with you. <laughs> Like, you know that story he had about like when Bow Wow, little Bow Wow, had went to his house or something. He was playing with his kids, and he had Allen Iverson shoes on, and he told he basically told him to take them off and he threw them away. What? Some Jordans. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I heard I heard uh, Bow Wow tell that story. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. But I mean, I gotta take what Bow Wow says with a grain of salt. Yeah, <laughs> like this motherfucker's been caught lying, man. He'd be like, yeah, I'm in a Maserati. He'd be like, but we seen you in a Honda, Bow Wow. I don't know yeah. exactly how we can. Uh, he was doing a Bow Wow challenge way back then. Like, it was the bro. little Bow Wow challenge back then. Yeah, <laughs> little nigga Bow Wow challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I, I just it's just way more personal. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing, too, people only pay attention or care about people that made it. They don't see potential in others. So let's say you come out with a brand, right? And I see potential in a lot of things because I, I think outside the box. I can see a guy with, you know, a clothing line. I say, you know what? He may not have a huge following, but that shit is nice. I like the I like the clothing, I like the shoes, I like all this shit. I want to support it. But on the flip side, everybody else is too afraid to support it because they don't know if it's cool yet. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Oh, I don't know if that's cool yet. Let me just stay with the Jordans." Like, bro, it's just a bunch of followers, man, and, and they you, only pay attention to people who made it. It's just ridiculous. And and you kind of like hit it right on it because I think we talked about that too, Keith, where. Um, we're talking about growing our social media pages. So we were saying how the annoying thing about that is, say you have, just, just throw a number out there, 400 followers. Mm-hmm. People will wait until you get to 400,000 followers before they follow you too. But it makes sense because if you think about what, what it's called, it's called a follower for a reason. They're, they're waiting to follow mm-hmm. what everybody else is doing first. Yeah. Man, that's a hell of a point. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a point. It, the thing about it too, they waiting for your value to go up, but they ain't got no value. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is just yeah. asinine. Yeah, like you are like a McDouble for McDonald's, but you gotta wait before I'm a filet mignon for you to notice <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, this is fucked up. Filet mignon. Instead of instead of paying attention to the the quality of the of the of the clothing, the yeah, the work, the whatever it is, pay attention more to the quality than thank you. Who else is supporting it? Thank you. It's like. People out here is Panda Express, but they don't pay attention to you till you Benny Hanna's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, the, I think the sad part about it is there are a lot of local brands, local entertainers, local whatever that are just as talented, if not better, than you know some of the people that are that have clothes in Tilly's, that have you know clothes in these you know these different stores. So. I think if you if you find something that's good and it's quality, just support it, you know? Definitely. But I think that, that comes with being self-aware and actually being a real person. Because the average consumer is not self-aware and they're not a real person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're like, ooh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Ooh, skinny jeans is dope. Nah, they not in style no more. Oh, I'm just going to walk up with my shirt off now because that's in style. Oh, I need a shirt again. Like, come on, man. Like There's a, um, a great... <laughs> Dr. Seuss book. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm really like trying to drop some knowledge hold on, on hold the on. Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> one fish, two fish. Okay. 
No, it's um, I forget what the name of it is, but it's like something about like stars upon stars. So there's like uh, there was it's that same sort of dynamic where there's a group of people with stars, and then there's a group of people without stars, and then they come and make a, mach- a machine, and then um, it was like the people without stars could like manufacture stars of like stars on their stomach now, so they all get in there, and then it's like oh that's cool, but no it's not so cool anymore. So let's remove our stars, and then so the people go on the machine, and then they remove their stars, and it just all gets jumbled up and. Um, I don't even know what the point was of that, but I thought it related to how you were just kind of, <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's wait. Let's tie it all in and see if it makes sense. Okay. First off, you brought up Dr. Seuss. Okay. That just totally just in just invalid to this, what we're talking about. Then secondly, you talked about the stars. You tried to make a comparison. I get it, Keith. I know that you got a lot of wisdom. Sometimes you got to know when to put put the brakes on, man. I, I just no. didn't like. I just, I just didn't like how he said. I don't really know the title, but then said the exact title. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what threw me off. I'm like, hey, brother, hey, brother, you ain't got to downplay your life. <laughs> I'm not here to judge you, brother. Oh man. the Kindle version in my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Wait, man. you might have just said something. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, that made me think about old oh boy. What happened to him? Uh um the one that was like, like that. Uh, oh, um yeah. Oh, Mr. Hotspot. Mr. Hotspot. Yeah. He, go he, ahead, do it for him. Yeah, he, go <laughs> ahead and do it for him. <laughs> no, you want to. Look at you. Looking <laughs> old. If you guys are not familiar with who, who this guy is, he was really, he got extremely popular for being positive. Like, he was always like, look at you over there looking like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what's scary about that? What? He was being super positive, and he was the first of his kind. Yes. <laughs> what the heck? That's, that's sad, right? How many years social media been? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you gotta check out this new positive dude, yo. Yo, talk that's about crazy. an anomaly, yo. <laughs> it's really just him out here. <laughs> Is that a New York accent? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that came from. I'm definitely. Oh, we be doing that too. <laughs> like, yo, this nigga's mad positive, b. Like. He got mad game, yo. They used to listen to him. Yo, son, how you about, wake up so happy, son? He be talking about Jesus Christ and all that, yo. <laughs> Went to my mother. He the positive, most positive nigga I ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have my money, if you if you're not familiar with that, the, the, you, you gotta watch the movie Paid in Full. <laughs> But I don't want to, you know. I don't. The, the the listeners may not, you know, know yeah, where we're going with that. The only the only New York they know right now is Yo Tasha. You got anything to eat in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. You know, I just want to know what a New York a New York conversation about California people are. Oh man, that got to be common. I think it's it's extremely like they make a lot of blanket statements like. Yo, Cali niggas is mad lame, B. <laughs> All they do is walk around with their shoes off. They they ain't got no sneakers on. They, ain't, they don't even wear Tims. These Cali niggas wearing sandals, B, with the, <laughs> with the little thing between their toes. Word to my mother, that's gay, son. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't even, they don't even eat Philly cheesesteaks, B. <laughs> Yo, fam, what the fuck is a skinny jean? <laughs> oh, God. That's crazy. I don't know how we even got on that. But you know what? It's, it's, it's okay. 
Oh, we met that one guy from New York, remember? Yeah, yeah. 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 He seemed like a cool cat, man. Yeah. Real cool cat. Uh, uh, he accidentally left his glasses in the in the Panda Express. He's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, fam, you left your glasses. Yeah. Cool cat, though, man. If, you, if you're tuning in, uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, man. I forgot your name, man. Yeah. I feel bad about that. But you had a nice beard, man. You know, we all had beards, <laughs> man. So, yeah. hey, God, you know, God bless you, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything else to add on that, brother? As far as the the, the, the supporting local, local brands, brand? yeah, I would just say make sure you do it. Just because when you support people in your own city, it bring awareness to your city. Damn, that's a great point. So that gives every other people in your city the same opportunity to get on. It's just like the whole sports team, Bruh. Like as soon as somebody go from football, basketball, baseball, whatever, those scouts coming out here because now it's like it's talent out here. So I would say just support anything local, whether it's clothes, uh, entertainment, sports, just support. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Great point. You know, one, one, one thing I want to add on that as well is make sure you believe in what you're supporting. I don't give a fuck if, just, if, if it's local doesn't mean you should support it. You have to believe in it mm-hmm. because I don't think you should be backing anything because it might turn into some clown shit, and now you got your name behind it. Yeah. So your name should mean everything. Support things you believe in. Yeah. I have some, you know, some things I support. I, the the Half Star Apparel that sponsored this podcast. I actually bought some of the clothing, mm-hmm. and it's really good stuff, man. <clears throat> doesn't shrink, doesn't fade. Met the guy, shook his hand. Great guy. Mm-hmm. So that's the incentive you get when you support someone locally. You know, and uh, yeah, I, I really think we should do a better job in uh, in doing that. Yeah. Also, sometimes it's free to support because like we were just talking about with social media, you might not have money to buy the shirt or buy whatever, but you can share it on social media for free. Bruh, great mm-hmm. point. And that might get somebody else to buy it. That's, that's just as good or better than you purchasing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point, man. That's for real. Yeah, you're just dropping dropping gems now. Now I see why you're. Well, teaching. it's just it's just because I want some finesse entertainment stuff shared. If you, have, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you feel like it, I'm not saying you have to. Oh man, definitely. Shout definitely it out, wanna, man. Shout it out, brother. We we definitely wanted. That's why we had you on here, man. Anybody that's we we only have guests that are doing something legitimate, yeah. and we we really encourage them to share what they're working on, man. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So go ahead, man. I mean, if, I mean, you could wait to the end of the podcast. You could plug it while we talking. Doesn't matter, man. There, there, there's no scripts here. This is all unscripted stuff. Yeah. You know, but don't be messing it up. You know, giving the, you know, just you know, talk about crazy stuff. You know, like New York cats. And all that. <laughs> oh yeah, I never, you, I would never do that. I hope don't we don't out, even get on that. Don't give out the burner account. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let's go ahead and move on. Um, the next thing we're gonna run into is the first day of school. I mean, how many of you remember the first day of school, what that was like? And I mean, there was significance of the first day of school from, I say, when you were very little all the way to about senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that was based on it was a new year, you know, the girls and having the new school clothes on. It seemed like it was like a fucking fashion fashion show, mm-hmm. you know, uh, showing up to class and you would purposely show up to class late so everybody could see your outfit. Ah. You know what I'm saying? I know I wasn't the only one that did that. Please, God, don't tell me I'm the only one that did that. 
He had you had a friend you, and act like you didn't know where the class was. Like, nah. You've been at BHS I'm, for four years. Yeah, I've been going here three three fucking years already, and I'm like, oh, where's the Warren Hall at? Oh, my bad. Oh, y'all like my Iversons though. <laughs> you like them patent leather joints. That was comedy. Yeah, man. First day of school had a lot of significance to a lot of us, man. Um, mm-hmm. it, with the clothes and the you know the first days of school and the uh, what was it? Well, shit. Lunch was pretty dope at BHS. It was it was a, a off campus lunch. Oh, that transition from sophomore to junior when you can walk off campus. We didn't have that problem. We was off campus all four Funny. years of me. Oh, y'all tripping. Yeah, that's you, but, why y'all wouldn't graduate. Oh, I graduated, bro. But I was like 859th in my class. <laughs> now I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if y'all lucky to have off camp off campus or in danger. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> like. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Niggas could really, they, well, not so much now, but you could have literally just walked on campus. Yeah, yeah, like you really could just like come and, like come and go as you please. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if you're a young adult, they would expect, you know, you know, they expect more of you. So at yeah. BHS, there's a higher standard, you know. Mm-hmm. At Ridgeview, you guys, you know, you're out there on a farm. So they really don't. <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> I noticed, wow, BHS guys are good at trash talking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a I got a few uh, BHS friends and they, yeah that's where they number one at trash talking <laughs> number one at trash talking and everything else <laughs> I will say to be real like Ridge you got um, artistically like some of the most talented people oh definitely in the city definitely we know a couple um, that went to Ridgeview that they, they know they're doing their thing mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, pretty pretty sharp guys, mm-hmm. you know. But we don't want to give them too much clout right now. <laughs> you yeah. get to know clout Niggas on this. Will forever hate, <laughs> you know, clout on the podcast. <laughs> uh, the thing that I remember about the first day of school was like having that new outfit, yeah. and for some reason in your mind you had this idea like I'm gonna go to school and all the girls gonna be on me, and then you show up and ain't no girls on you. Oh man. Well, the thing is, you weren't the only one. That's why. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody clothes mm-hmm. new. Yeah. And I feel like if you go back and look at some of them pictures, you were not as... <laughs> like, I feel like if I look at some old pictures, I'd be like, I wasn't... I could have swore I was fresher than that that day. <laughs> uh, that was real. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about... I could. I think I can remember my freshman outfit. It was like some jean shorts and like a collared t-shirt with like stripes across it. And the pant, the clothes was kind of baggy too. I was not really... I wasn't really... I wasn't yeah, that's crazy. Swaggy. I don't... Why don't I remember? I remember one first day of school outfit, mm-hmm. and that was going into sixth grade, mm-hmm. and it's because I was going to a new a new school. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, I was coming from like the other side of town and coming to this side of town for the first time. Other side of town as in where? Uh, I was on the the east side of town. I was going to like Thorner, and then Ooh, I moved. You was yeah. on the east side, boy. That ain't no joke. On the east side. Of well, Vegas there's two. There's two. <clears throat> there's two east sides. There's. There's a scary one, and then there's like the actual east side of town. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that is true. You got the east side with bullets, and the one without bullets. Yeah, yeah, I was on the one without the far east. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, I was coming from over there and moving to the uh, southwest, yeah. moving to Sandrini. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, yeah, I, I, I went to, to Sandrini at one time. Yeah. It's a right. lot of a lot of legends went there. Oh, okay, you know. legendary Sandrini. <laughs> gotta, gotta, re, gotta reach back to elementary. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I uh, I lost you at, at at high school, but yeah, but yeah, I had my little Jordan jersey with the white, the white, red and uh, blue Jordan jersey with the white, the white Jordans to go with it. Oh shit, you was doing it. Did you yeah. Did you lay it out the day before? 
Oh, it get it got laid it got laid out every single school year. The first day of school outfit was laid out. Yeah. If I could have, I would have slept in it. I'm not gonna lie. To you. <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar with what we're talking about by laid out, it's like what you do is it's like the night before the first day of school, you got all your school shit lined up like this day I'm wearing this white shirt with these gray pants and then this and you got it all lined up but then that first day of school one was gonna be the hottest shit mm-hmm. you don't want to wait till the last day of the week you wanted to have the best shit on the first day so yeah. you would have like the jersey or the shirt lined up you would put it on the bed and then the in the pants you put them on the end of the bed and then you had the shoes on the ground like man I'm gonna be killing these niggas yeah. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> uncomfortable most uncomfortable night of sleep of the school year yeah. oh man it was super yeah. uncomfortable cause you was in bed like as soon as you wake up like oh I'm about to kill these niggas yeah. today <laughs> and, and, and you had your clothes at the foot of the bed so you had to you was really sleeping like somebody else was in the bed <laughs> like <laughs> I can't. I can't wrinkle my my shirt. Oh, I thought the worst part though is that your sleeping schedule be screwed all summer. You be staying up to like three, four in the morning sometimes, yeah. playing the game and whatnot. And then when school finally come back, you actually got to wake up at like six a.m. or yeah. six seven thirty or whatever to get to school. And you just got that terrible night of sleep on top of the fact that you anxious to wear your new uh, your new clothes. So it's just a terrible night of sleep yeah. altogether. <clears throat> I don't know how many other people go through that. I wonder if it's just black folks. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think white people worried about. I don't think white people worried about their clothes on the first day. <laughs> they I think they might be. I don't know, um, man. I think that's a black thing. You think man. they just? You think they just? Because man, a lot of the white dudes I play football with will show up in a in like a white right. in like a, a Ralph Lauren t shirt and some Sperry's and they yeah, ain't give like, a fuck. Dude, bro, I, have, I, was I have money for real. Like I get yeah. school clothes every day. Yeah. Dude, what are you talking about? You said what? So I get every day. I get school clothes. What do you right. mean? School clothes. <laughs> <laughs> These are my regular. So you only get you only get new clothes on the first day and. After Christmas break? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> One day I texted my uncle. I was like, dude, I'm so envious of like, I'm going to just say white people for the sake of this argument, mm-hmm. of white people that can just walk around in like these non-name brand shoes and just be super comfortable. Like I seen somebody, he was just ha- the happiest person i ever seen, but he was just walking around with like some starter shoes on. What? I was like, I can't do like... I can't do like as a black person, like you would get roasted for wearing like starters or something. That's school. a cultural <clears throat> thing, though. Yeah. That's, that's all yeah. cultural because it's funny how like when we we're young, we ain't got no jobs, we ain't got shit when we're kids, and mm-hmm. we're roasting other kids for what they don't got. But we all ain't got shit. We all broke. Everybody yeah. broke. <laughs> you just ask your parents for fucking four dollars for lunch this morning, and you're like. Nigga, look at your shoes. Like the, the sad part is, we all getting free lunch. We yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't you don't know what that implies, bro. <laughs> that implies that we all in the same tax bracket, brother. Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is man, funny. would you know? Would you uh, hold on, man? Hold on, I'm sorry, man. Let's 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 just kind of like let's tie this all in. Free lunch. What do y'all know about the free lunch? I just know I got it every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Hey, real talk. I was getting free lunch from when I was little. <laughs> they give you a little meal tickets. Like I'm talking about first fucking grade all the way through high school. Yeah. Like it was perks to being like, like you know the tax bracket. They got like poor and then mild poor and then in middle class. I was like mild poor and super poor. So I was always getting free lunch. A lot of other kids get in line and be like, I have to pay a dollar fifty. 
Uh, and I'll be like, you got to pay $1. fifty for what? Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't get free lunch. I'll be like, what? Yeah, I remember the kids used to come with that $1. fifty every day. I'd be like, bro. Like, yeah, that ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom, my mom, probably early on, we actually qualified for the free lunch. Uh-huh. But then later on, she just knew how to lie. Mm-hmm. But she was she was so she was so into her lie. I remember going to school. They asked me for it was something small like ten cents or something, mm-hmm. and she was ready to go up to the school like they supposed to be getting free lunch. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I could, you could if I walk to school, I'll find my lunch money on the way. Like, it's, oh, ten, it's ten cents. Like, why the couch. We... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh that's funny. That's yeah, real. Yeah, you begin free lunch so long you don't like the free. You just don't. You don't really realize it until you're older. Like you just oh, yeah. going to lunch, your mom, you know, your mom filling out whatever oh, you know, yeah. uh, sheets um, to take to school. Yeah. Put her salary on there and whatnot. But it didn't really like free lunch was dope until, like I said, we get off campus lunch. Then you like all your friends going to Jack in the Box and you stuck eating. Shit, eating I didn't get pizza. <clears throat> I didn't care what they was doing. I was eating that free shit every day. Yeah. <laughs> and the rich kids, they was like, oh, I'm going to Pizza Hut, or I'm going to here, or I'm going there. And I'd be like, why do they go out there when they can get this free shit? But then I thought about it like, oh, they not poor. That's why. They didn't. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have that. Uh, we didn't have that issue because we couldn't leave. Oh, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I was we just- had the snack bar, but that was just simple stuff. Like you can go buy like a hot dog, gummy bears. Stuff it's like an that. upgrade from the free lunch. Yeah, if you get your girlfriend that work at the snack bar, though, you'll get free stuff. So, ah, okay. But don't tell nobody. You said ah. 1,049? Watch this. Ah. <laughs> start finagling the system. Yeah, start finagling the snack, the snack room girl. <laughs> you said you're going to text me. You didn't text me. I would be bad if she don't look that good, but you always be flirting with her. Uh, like Cheetos. Uh, <laughs> you didn't text me. Why? Hey, that's, when, that's when I got mad at lunch. You said you said hot Cheetos, bro. Why did when they switched to all baked chips? Oh yeah, that irritated me. Even though baked hot Cheetos are good. What? Yeah. Oh, you didn't have to deal with that. It, I forgot. Yeah, you older. You didn't. They what started happened? doing those like the health thing where they took out all the the soft drinks from the. The machines and right. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. All the chips were baked chips and the Gatorade shrunk. Yeah, the little bitty yeah. joints. But, but you want to know what's crazy? The price didn't shrink. Yeah. I just, <laughs> <laughs> wait, I think Ridgery owe me some money. <laughs> he doing a stand-up bit right now. I don't even know. <laughs> I think of working out jokes on the podcast. <laughs> I just thought about Back it. in my day, back in my day, they sold straight diabetes. <laughs> what? Just in a can? <laughs> might as well. They, they might as well sold insulin at the fucking school, man. <laughs> we used to have. Um, sorry about that. I'm eating the cookie. What, pr- what president was that? Was that? Um, was that? Um, that might George have been Bush? Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They start trying to get kids healthy. Yeah. Well, I was on the end of Bill Clinton. At the very end of him, when he got impeached, and then we got Bush in 2000. But, um, nah, nothing was healthy back then. There was no real awareness. We was out there eating the McRibs and shit, like, mm, that's good. Hmm. And we was all, and people was getting sick, and nobody <laughs> knew what was going on. It's like we were the first guinea pigs. Before all these kids start getting baked Cheetos and shit, we got all the fried shit. <laughs> and when some of us start dying off, there was like, something's not right. Got to fix this. Too many black kids dying. Now <laughs> <laughs> nah, everybody was fat. Let's talk about black people diets, though. 
black people, we'll eat any, not anything, but if we like really think about some of the stuff that we eat, then you'd be like, it's disgusted. bad. It's <clears throat> bad. It's not. Yeah, who does that? Hey, we it, eat it, chitlins and pig feet. Pig feet. Uh, like they was on their way to the trash. Somebody was like, <laughs> "You better not throw that foot away." <laughs> what? No, no, no. This is the foot. <laughs> we don't waste food. <laughs> Wasting food is a sin. That's what I was told. <laughs> you know what, man? There's certain shit that should be wasted. Exactly. I'm not eating a pig's ass. Okay. I'm not eating human ass. I let, let alone a pig, man. That just that ain't right. Literally, people are eating pigs' ass. That's what intestines is. It, like any, like I don't know of any part of a pig that people will not eat. Like I'll see a snout sitting in a little yeah. little thing. I'll see the snout. I've mm-hmm. never heard yeah, somebody I've seen eating that. All kind of stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> eating pig skins, obviously. Oh, skin. It, pork it's rinds like we're gonna get the most out of this pig. Their pork rinds, or in Espanol, it'll be chicharrones, mm-hmm. which is just basically translated it into death. <laughs> he got some freaking gnat flying around in here. Or whatever it is. One of those little night bugs. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> the crazy thing about the pig thing is, though, that's the dirtiest animal that we could have oh, chosen. Oh, yeah. Like, we, like we could have chosen a way cleaner animal mm-hmm. to want to eat the whole thing of. Yeah, but we're dirty people, man. Yeah. Think about it. Think about what we do in general. We don't live clean lives. People smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol. Hence me drinking this Michelob Ultra right now. <laughs> 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 but... Yeah, that's the, I mean, it, we're, we are what we eat, and I guess we're pigs and cows. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I would guess, I would guess that's it. Yeah. For some of y'all that don't follow me on Instagram, I literally seen like two 18-wheelers driving by with a bunch of dead cows just like piled up in the back of them, and it smelled like- Wait, dead? Yeah, Already? Yeah, dead. Yeah. Just the legs protruding out. I was like, what the heck? It was kind of And you're not a vegetarian right now? That would have that would that would have yeah. turned to me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I do. I dabble. <laughs> it's like Keith is a vegetarian, right? And he will like not eat any meat. And then once the two for five come back at McDonald's, uh. <laughs> he'd be like, "I got to get them nuggets." <laughs> Every time the McRib come back, I just come back. yeah. Like I get it. Nah, what happened is mm-hmm. Keith won't be eating no meat. And I'd be like, man, this guy's on a righteous path. And then as soon as I see a McDonald's commercial, like the two for five of the McPick is back, I go over to Keith's house and he'd just be in there with the nuggets and the sauce and he'd just dipping. And he, and he pulled up to McDonald's singing a song. <laughs> Let me get a McPick too. <laughs> How did the song go? Let me get a McPick too. <laughs> I hate how he, I hate how all all McDonald's commercials turn into like like Bryson Tiller R and B songs. I'm just like what the heck? Yeah, yeah. You know what? No, no. What it is is whenever it's like um, this. is What I notice about McDonald's whenever they're trying to market a product, like when it's to Latinos, it'd be like little like salsa uh, music in the back, like ding 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 ding. When it's then when they show. <laughs> Nah, they don't do that. But when they, when they go, <laughs> when it's black people, they'd be like, it'd be like a. Hey, they do gotta. I was like, why they gotta make this? It's Yo, like they do gotta smooth the R&B. Yeah. yeah, it's like you don't gotta sell black people on nuggets. We know that shit is cheap. We like yeah. shit. We we'll eat some nuggets. 
You can just have a basic McDonald's song on. Yeah. yeah. It's always like some... It's like, man, it, they play some shit where you think Chris Brown about to come on a commercial. Yeah, yeah that's like, the equivalent of like getting in the car with your white friend and then they put on like the hip hop station. Oh, then they turn around and look at you to see if you... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Hold on. Let's talk about this here. Told you I was this, down, D-Line. This has happened to almost every black person, but let's just reference us, black guys, right? You know, we, we chilling with our white homies or something, and then like some random, you know, white dude come up that we probably don't know. And, you know, we get in the car, he turn on some rap music or something, and he'll turn around and look at us and, like, to see if we approve. And I'm like, look, bro, like, it's cool. It's all right, man. Like, yeah, we like we like it. It's, it's cool. You can play a little bit of Jason Aldean. It's fine with me. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah. Some of that stuff be cool, too. <laughs> you turn on some Kenny Chesney, man. Yeah. I like Kenny Chesney, too, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of things that get awkward around around your white friends, though. Like, if you go to, like, a like like an event with your white friends or, like, go, like, to their family's, like, gathering, I guess, mm-hmm. and there's, like, chicken available. <laughs> <laughs> you like, bruh. <laughs> bro, I want that chicken, bro. Get that chicken. <laughs> like, no, they, that's what they expect. <laughs> I'm going to take the turkey. <laughs> Everybody looking at you, waiting on you to get that chicken. <laughs> oh, and just to let you know, we have Kool-Aid jammers in case, <laughs> in case you don't like Capri Suns. What? <laughs> wow. It's like, what it is sometimes it's like white people be trying to accommodate black people to not make us feel bad, but then at the same time, it's like, you just put four buckets of fried chicken here, yeah. and I'm trying not to eat it. You yeah. know, I'm going for the turkey instead. That's yeah, fine. like it's getting awkward because I want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta play, you gotta play it off like oh, I think I'll pass on the chicken yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got the fruit platter looking right at the watermelon like damn I gotta get these strawberries nah. I'm gonna take me to go play though I think you know this is this is what I think I think when you even walk in the vicinity of the fried chicken that this, the whole family is gonna turn around and look like look at him look at him look at him, look at him. oh yeah. my god it turned into a Nat Geo documentary <laughs> <laughs> Here he is in his natural habitat. <laughs> As he slowly approaches <laughs> approaches the dinner table. <laughs> oh my god. That's hilarious, man. I you know what? I did I think a lot of um a lot of people, you know, make that fried chicken black person connection. Mm-hmm. I just think fried chicken is awesome in general. I think everybody loves it. Yeah. But if you had to narrow it down, it's gonna, it's gonna be on us, man. You know the blood is on our hands. Or yeah. Should I say the chicken grease? I, I mean, why, why is that? Th- why is that always like a bad thing though? Like every culture has their like their things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> like I would. a lot, a lot of Hispanics eat like tacos and stuff, and that's not really like a joke. You know what I mean? Uh, that's real, but I would I would ask the question: What what is like in white culture? What is their thing? Oh, definitely casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Anything casserole. Oh. Yella, did you see Yella? This is he had a post. What is that? It says, I can't, I, I'm not. I'm going to butcher it. Let me see if I can find it. Y'all can, y'all can continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, yeah, I think you know. I think white people are probably one of the only ones that don't really have like um, a stereotypical food. But if it if it was, it probably have to. If there's something stereotypical towards white people, it had to be one would have to stick would be Starbucks as one. 
Oh, that's but true. That's not really a food, but that's just something that they love. Because yeah. you know us, they don't, they they're gonna kill us with Popeyes jokes. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually had Popeyes today, by the way. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, it was. It's relevant to what was about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, think, you know what? Okay. You know what? White people are good at though. They're yeah. good at taking some like. A food from another culture. That's what I was gonna and, say. And creating a, a, the biggest restaurant chain yeah. in the world with that, no, like, was... like Taco Bell is probably bigger than every other taco place mm-hmm. in the world, and it's not even close to actual yeah. Mexican like food. No, what I seen it was funny today. It, it you know, you know what an elote is, correct? It's yeah, the corn. Oh, the corn. I seen that video. Okay. <clears throat> it, it was a there was a thing I seen on Facebook. It was hilarious. It showed a picture of a corn with a stick in it. And it said, uh, <laughs> what did they, they called it loaded corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it said loaded corn. Oh it's an elote, man. No. Man, mm-hmm. uh, they've been, Mexicans have been making elote for centuries. Wait, and that was somebody, real? Yeah. You got it. It was I'll hilarious. Try to find it. It was hilarious. We keeps taking too long, so it's, it's killing the story. Oh, All right. Man. Now, you guys, uh, are, you guys are good at talking, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, Let's see. This I have to resurface. All right. Letting people grow. You got to let people grow, man. I think we're at a time where now um, you could do something when you're 24, and then when you're 44, it resurfaces, and then they fucking fry you for it. And it's like, come on, man. Especially if it's not a huge, if it's like a small infraction. Like, let's say, for example, some guy, you know, I don't know, he makes a racial slur. And then 12 years later, you know, he apologizes for it or some, something happens. They're going to just be like, he a racist. Don't do this. Don't do that. And it's like, you don't know. Somebody could have changed. It speaks more to your growth to hold something against somebody than, you know, actually seeing that years that went on, people grow and they make mistakes. I made some mistakes, man. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we all have. Mm-hmm. You guys are really young, but it, I'm pretty sure it's some dumb shit you guys have done. Mm-hmm. Not like it's horrible, but... You know, by the time you get older, if somebody still views you in that way when you're like 30-something, then that's where it speaks more to them than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elaborate on that. I would just say that to do that, like to judge somebody based on something that happened five, ten years ago doesn't make sense. Because really, none of us are the same person we were like last year. Mm-hmm. Well, I know for me personally, I'm like not the same. Like 20, my 25-year-old self is not the same as my 24-year-old self at all. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you should let people grow. And uh, one thing that I noticed that's annoying, a lot, of time, a lot of the people that get in trouble are comedians. And yeah. there was a time that wasn't 2018 where comedians could really say whatever they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now they on stage like really having to like watch what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that has, that's a great point. But that speaks more to... Um, that speaks more to social media because what, what, what social media does is it oversaturates people with, you know, being politically correct. Like, no, that's not that. That's this. And I'm offended because of this. And it's just it's a constant like uh, influx of just overly sensitive, offended people. And what happens then is everybody starts to become too PC. They're like, oh, you know, well, I've been telling this joke, but this is how I really feel about it. And I stand on this. Now, let me continue with my next joke. Whereas usually comedians just say whatever the fuck they want, yeah, and that's it. 
I just think we need to stop holding people. We need to stop holding certain people with too much responsibility. Yeah. You know, I think even if you are a comedian and you say some fucked up shit, then stand on it. He talked about that last podcast. He said, if you're going to say something, just stand on it and then fuck it. If people fry you for it, they fry you for it. If you're a comedian, your job is not to be politically correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can say like, you know what? Uh, There's some shit that really would get under people's skin. Like, I'm not even going to repeat it. But because that ain't my lane, I ain't a comedian yeah. yet. But um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Andrew Souls is uh, from uh, Brilliant Idiots podcast. Shout out to him. He said some crazy shit. Like he called, um, uh, what's the dude that, that he passed away recently? He was in a wheelchair. Really smart guy. Super one of the smartest guys in the world. He was he had, a comedian. Yeah, you know, he had a little. Yeah, he used to talk a little thing. Like, is it Hawk? Steve, yeah, Stephen Stephen Hawking. Is that his name? Yeah, Stephen yeah. Hawking, I believe. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The one that's like, I am sorry, sorry. The one with the little machine thing. Mm-hmm. He called that guy a puddle. Oh, yeah. That was like, and it's like. That joke was comedy. <laughs> yeah, the way he said <laughs> it. he said it, it was about uh, believing in, it was like uh, about atheists. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, uh, he said something about, uh, I can remember the whole, how the way the whole joke worked was, and he says, look at him, he's a puddle. And like, I just started laughing, and I was like, yo, that was <laughs> fucked up. Hey, those are the best jokes, though. The ones that make you feel like, I'm not Should supposed be to be. At They're this? not the best jokes as far as like, is it right or wrong? But in the moment, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like the fact that you know you shouldn't be laughing is only making you laugh harder. Yeah, because yeah. I, I dealt with that at the uh, at the Kevin Hart show. One of his one of his guys, Naeem, he says some he says some stuff that has you feeling like, yo, I got to get out of here <laughs> before <laughs> before we all just go to hell together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I just my th- my only thing is is like uh, I've, I've I've heard some comedians right, and I thought they were really funny, and then they start telling like black jokes, but it was like it wasn't the black jokes you laugh at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was some black jokes. Where I was like, golly, like this yeah. guy is really going in, mm-hmm. you know. And the thing about it, the reason why I made that that comparison is not because I'm sensitive, because you tell a black joke, I laugh, but it's 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 like some are offensive, like to the point to where it's like. You meant that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you meant that. Yeah. You're standing on that. I can't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But um, th- let's just take the whole black dynamic out of it. And if it could be somebody that's like, um, I don't know, um, um, uh, autistic, mm-hmm. and then you know they're cracking jokes on them because mm-hmm. they got on Steve Harvey for that. Because Steve Harvey was making like jokes, making fun of people with autism, like the way he was doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's like that ain't right. And then this a, a mother came out, was crying, was mad. Mm-hmm. I was just like, damn. But at the end of the day, Steve Harvey is a comedian. Yeah. But, you know, that is highly offensive. That's tough, man. That's super tough. Mm-hmm. The, the the other thing about that will be the autistic person might not even be offended. It's everyone around him that's offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He might, because a lot of times, I mean, like, they want to laugh too. They find, just how you can hear something, about, like, a, you can hear a black joke and be like, yo, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they might feel this like people with disabilities or whatever might feel the same way. Like, yo, that was actually funny. You know, know, they had that um, on All Dep Digital. They had that that roast in the classroom, and then one of the guys in there was in a wheelchair, um, and he was just getting there. There was no like I didn't read the comments and see if there was any backlash, but he was like laughing at the jokes. They was cracking on him about not being able to walk and about him being fat and stuff, and he was just laughing at it. Yo. <laughs> Yo, it was a video, bro. It was super popular on uh, it was uh, it was on YouTube, mm-hmm. and 
it was a it was about like this dude it was a talent show, mm-hmm. and he had the dude had cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. and it, and then uh, the the video is like, see, I'm the best man. I did. Ah. You remember that? <laughs> Hold on, like a long time ago. It was an old video. Yeah. Was it like a battle rap? It was a battle yeah. rap. Yeah, <laughs> they record, it was like they recorded it. The yeah. camera was all fuzzy. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the dude was like the other dude was like a serious rapper. Yeah. The other dude was serious. Like he was roasting. Like you never walk again. You crippled. So and so. Blah blah. Nigga, you ain't shit. <laughs> and then the crippled dude got it there. Like nigga, look. And it's like you can't cuss. <laughs> all right, shit. You know what the mother. And then it was like, you can't cuss. Yo, people really laughed at that, though. <laughs> that shit was funny. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. They, they did a whole documentary on it only about five years ago. I don't know if you've seen it. I didn't, didn't see that. Didn't he come on Tosh.0? I think so. I think he did come on Tosh.0. I think he, I think he did. But that shit was classic. <laughs> see, I'm the best, man. I did it. And then it was just like this long pause. Yeah, it was the pause because how he's staring into the camera. Yeah, you agree with that? Yeah. <laughs> it's those uh, rappers. He like in the realm of like a 50 Tyson. Oh. <laughs> you remember, I don't know if you remember 50, 50 Tyson. I do remember 50 Tyson. Uh, shout out to 50 Tyson. Bro. People kept parody in that too. That 50 Tyson rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody remixed. 50 Tyson and threw the craziest beat on his song and it was like a legit like it could have been a legit hit oh yeah and that's going on with like 90% of the rap out here yeah the beat is really what's getting people on (laughs) this is the best time in American history to be a producer because this is like the most low skilled rappers ever Mm -hmm. that raised producer value yeah yeah it does the production value has to go up you know you got guys obviously like Timberland and Pharrell the guys that have always you know been able to be around and make this great music, but you got these rappers that be like, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, bitch, I'm a man. You be like, that's the best you can do? I need to get off this fucking podcast and pick up a mic. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to find this damn video. Fuck it. It's not It's not going to be funny no more by the time I find it. It's, it's lost in the YouTube abyss. Nah, I wouldn't say that. That shit's got to have millions of views. No, I'm, I'm saying true, but like, just finding it is, is going to be hard. Uh, it's around, but it's somewhere in there. <clears throat> oh, man. Let me see here. Uh, yeah. Well, back to the main point. Kind of straight off there. Growth. You, yeah, growth, <laughs> man. You got to let people grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't You don't ever want to... First of all, you don't ever want to, you know, uh, get stuck on who a person was. Because who they were is not important. If freaking 10 years goes by... And you like, oh, you was doing this. You got to just reevaluate people. You have to constantly be reevaluating people because we change and we should expect others to change. Yeah. If they don't change, then they're going to display that with what they're doing and how they're living. The biggest form of growth is is literally in, mo- in motion. Like, what are you doing? What mm-hmm. you're doing is going to tell the most, it's going to tell the whole story. Yeah, You're not going to really have to pry and figure out what's going on. And then from that point forward, you can decide whether you're going to deal with people or not. But ultimately, don't just judge people and be like, oh, man, back in the day, you stole $5 from me 20 years ago. Like, bro, like, you serious? Yeah. You still on that? And the thing about people that that don't let you go or hold grudges, they'll say, he stole $5 from me 20 years ago. And they won't even tell you when they see you. They'll just be like, I don't talk to him. You'll be (laughs) like, you never told him that you had a problem with him stealing $5 from you 20 years ago? Him not nice. (laughs) (laughs) 
How do we how do we feel about people that are like um these like they have a I wanna say like a front, but in the public eye they're like one way, but like behind closed doors we find out they're like different people. Like Martin Luther King was giving all these great speeches and, you know, he was, you know, bringing black people together. But on, you know, on the weekends, he was chilling with Becky and, you know, getting all these white women and whatnot. <clears throat> Wait, what? You know, like Martin Luther King was cheating on his wife? With white women? Well, we don't know what ethnicity they were, but he hey, was man, cheating on his wife. Say, man, if it ain't white, it ain't right, man. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> 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 But, how, but do we like, you know, do we judge them like only on the good things that they do or do we just take it as a whole package? I or? think I think we judge them on a realistic scale, the same scale we would look at ourselves because mm -hmm. we're very imperfect people. We do a lot of good, but we can also do a lot of bad. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, we cannot we can't hold someone more accountable than we would hold ourselves. If you're like, you know what? You gave a great speech, but you fucked my wife, man. I don't, I don't like that. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I think I think you also got to look at the like the intent, though. Yeah. Because like a perfect example is: Have you ever had a like a like, Have you ever had a gang member, like a hardcore gang member, tell you to stay out of trouble? And you'd be like, yeah, nigga, yeah. nigga what? <laughs> Why don't you? Why don't you follow your own advice? And I, I, I feel like, 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 just to use the Martin Luther King example, that's probably what he's doing. Is like, like, look, I'm good with the white people. You know what I'm saying she at my house right now. But look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help y'all get good with the white people. Like I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help you. I know, I know what they got is what I'm telling you. Me and the white people are real close. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Martin Luther King's whole plan. Yeah. He was trying to get cool with the white people because he was getting the white women behind the scenes. Yeah, he like NBA players, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's horrible. We just uh, reduced Martin Luther King down to <laughs> Oh yeah. no. Uh, rest in peace, Martin Luther King. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. If Martin Luther King was a uh, he could hear what we were saying, he'd be rolling in his grave like, I don't can't believe these niggas talking <laughs> shit about me. <laughs> Coretta don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's just the fact that you brought up Martin Luther King, it really, because you know what, look, me and Keith had these little, we had these conversations, and somehow uh, uh, Eric Thomas, the, the, uh, E.T., <laughs> e. the hip-hop preacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came up, and we totally, like, tore him apart. Like, we, we love him, we think he's an awesome guy, but we start, like, mimicking him and saying stuff that he normally would never say, and then he started to become this running joke. Yo, y'all can, like... Don't do that to E.T. Come no, on, <laughs> Come on, man. Can you imagine, like, if, if Eric Thomas had the same, like, fake backstory as Martin Luther King? Oh, my. You get up out your bed, and you find the first white woman you can find? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's horrible, man. Uh, yeah, you, you know, with, with the unfortunate thing is, is you know, once, once we start ramping up on this podcast and people start laughing i had to cut off you know the the freaking ac because it's too loud <laughs> so we're all in here the temperature's going up 
Something about laughing just increases your. Oh, it's yeah. like a real workout. Oh yeah, it is. Have your abs ever start hurting when you laugh too long? <laughs> what? I came here for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm doing cardio. Real workout. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible, man. But yeah, that was a good point you made, though. Mm-hmm. What scale would you judge someone? You know, had you known that other side of them? Yeah. Because I think what it is, what we tend to do is we, we, once we see a good side of someone, we eliminate the other side. But those sides both exist. Yeah. We just got to realize that we're all human. Yeah. If they're famous or whatever the case, we're all human. It's just like, I think, I think it does, like, initially it impacts you. Because when I heard, like, Martin Luther King was, like, cheating on his wife, I was like, dang, like, this is, is this, I'm looking up, you know, Googling it and seeing if this is true. Because the first time I actually heard it was on J. Cole's, um, on his album. That's crazy. And then I was like, wait, is this real? And then I looked it up, and then it was like real. And then even in the movie they made, um, they were sending um, his wife like voice recordings of girls moaning. What? <laughs> yes. That's not, they, you, can you imagine that? You heard that long before J. Cole's album, by the way. Because uh, on Barbershop, Cedric the Entertainer told us oh, that. he said it? Wow. Yeah, yeah he said, okay. Martin Luther King was a hoe. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. So Marlon, they had video recordings, so he was like, "Whose pussy is this?" And it's like, "It's yours, Marlon." <laughs> Whose pussy is this? Dang, damn. <laughs> yeah, Any of these women come forward? I, that shouldn't change your. That's a no, it doesn't. Change, that shouldn't change yeah. who, like, your perspective on who he is, though, because that's his. That's his personal life. I feel like what exactly. he did, yeah. what that's he did for the <laughs> world, is is should outweigh that. Mm-hmm. Cause like at the end of the day, he's still he's Martin Luther King, but he's still like a, a guy. Like yeah. he might make he might make a mistake. Mm-hmm. So oh, definitely, it's all the people that we revere and look up to, they have another side of them, and it doesn't make them bad. They're human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like like I said, dude. It's like once we start to acknowledge that gr- good side, we eliminate all the human shit that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. Like the same person giving you speeches in church talking about y'all need to come see the Lord and thank y'all and the Lord and Jesus. He probably having sex with half the congregation after church is out. That's real. We we taught like if we if we keep that same energy that we're keeping about Martin Luther King, about like the preachers, you know what I mean? I think yeah. I think more people would probably go to church. Yeah. Cause a lot of I think a lot of people do feel like like, oh, I just seen a pastor in the strip club last night and now he in here making people pass out. Make it clap for the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible, man. I think that's just one place you should never be if you're a preacher. Yeah. Is a strip club. That's just, dude, you're you're not even, you don't care if you get caught. He's spending my Thai dollars in the strip club. Dude, but this is the cop out. The cop out is like, I'm trying to tell these young sisters to come Uh, into the church. I was giving her the money to give her the motivation to come into the church. Like, what? But she was giving you a lap dance. I told her to ride me because she needed to come to the church. And they'd be like, all right, Pastor, no problem. She was baptizing me with all that ass. (laughs) Okay, okay. That was was a bit far, Keith. Come on. Oh, no. Uh, I was trying to gather some stuff. (laughs) For my for my sermon tomorrow. <laughs> hey, look, don't tell my wife, please. <laughs> you gonna tell first lady? You, know, <laughs> you want to see first lady cry, don't you? <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's terrible. Mike Epps uh, got the funniest joke about how people act uh, like 
when you see them with their wives. Oh, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has uh, everything with the wife and everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like you see them, uh, uh, you see them out in public with their wife, and they'd be like, "Oh, everything's going fine, brother. God bless you, man. Thank you." <laughs> yeah. He said, "When you see them without their wife, that nigga like, ain't like that." Yeah, <laughs> he said, "When you see them without their wife, they'd be like, where's the bitches?'" <laughs> <laughs> hey, my my question is, okay, so so you. For you to have seen your pastor in a strip club, that means you're into church too and go to church. So who do you think is more awkward for, you or pastor, uh, when you walk in a strip club and y'all make eye contact? Well, it depends. I mean, you have a different... Well, look, you're human, both of you guys. Yeah. But... It's, it's still awkward, though, for both. Who's it? Who, who's, who's encounter? Is it... Who's, who, in, who's more awkward? Feels more awkward the pastor. The pastor's definitely going to be more awkward for him. <laughs> Because, you know, maybe, you know, he was, you know, told, like, there will be no other people. This is all private dances. So, you know, and then all of a sudden you show up uh, and you see your pastor and you, you have a different, you have a different, like, obligation to the church. So, you know, he's like, you know, obviously the pastor and you're like the person that goes there. So, you know, you, you have less of a responsibility. So you feel like, hey, you know, I can still look at titties. <laughs> so you go to the, you go inside the strip club and your pastor's in there and uh, he's sweating uh, really bad. And there's titties everywhere. And, you know, and it's just, you know, hey, you might either leave or you just say, hey, you know, he's human. But for the most part, people are going to snitch, man. They're going to tell on yeah. him. You I, know. The crazy part, I just see my uncle right now. He's, um, I love my uncle, and he's like, he's super into church. Like, church completely changed his life because uh, he was going down like the wrong path. And he was like, Hey, nephew, what's up with that Trucker's Mind podcast? He's like, What, what is it about? He's like, I, I'm, I'm thinking about checking it out. I was like, Nah, unk, please don't listen to it. That's gonna make him want to listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he gonna listen to one episode and be like, "Y'all need to give y'all life to the Lord. Give your life to the Lord. You do it right now." The only thing, I, my thing is this: I, I think that people that are Christian are extremely religious. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I don't like is the fact that they will like I don't know. They kind of use that religion as like backing, or their 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 faith is like backing to like like. Throw, like dig a hole and throw you in it like hey mm-hmm. you're not doing this you're not doing that and you're just like man get off my back yeah you know <clears> but <throat> hey that's just that's just how it is sometimes not not every christian does that sometimes I, this is a guy i work with and i and sometimes i'll be get frustrated and i'll be like man f this this is crazy i don't understand this effing crap right and then he'll be right there and i'll be like i'm sorry john he'll be like it's cool man it's all right mm-hmm. and this guy go to church <clears throat> every sunday yeah you know true. Very active in the church, but mm-hmm. very non-judgmental. Uh, yeah. Great guy. Mm-hmm. That's real, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, ultimately, it comes down to the main point, which was uh, letting people grow. Yeah. Got to let them grow. Let your pastor grow. <laughs> if, if your pastor wants to look at titties, man, then hey. The best thing you could do is just literally either you leave the strip club or you just put your arm around him and say, hey, brother, man, it's okay. I you support just... you. You're embracing the pastor in the strip club. My thing, no, is, well, my, I... my thing is, what do pastor got on? Do he still got on his suit or do he got on the white tee and some Jordans now? <laughs> like, who is he at the strip you know, club? The pastor be cool outside of the, outside of the church. Yeah, like what, who is he outside of this at this strip club right now? At the church, he's Pastor Jenkins, but at the strip club, they just call that nigga Dante. Uh, 
Dante. Dante be dropping them, but them bills on me. <laughs> you like Dante? He a regular in there? Yeah, man. Oh, that's funny. That's oh, funny, man. I just I don't know what happened. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get that ball rolling. All right. Is, is this is this going to be okay topic to to, t- to touch on, or is it going to be a problem? What's the topic? You go ahead and read that out. Oh. That's not a problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just had to get a disclaimer, man. I don't like putting people in a in a in a in a pickle. All right. This is what I find weird. Okay. Attention seeking while in a relationship. Why do people do this in 2018? And let me elaborate on that. Mm-hmm. There has been a couple instances here. I'm about to tell them myself, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> where you'll see someone. I don't know. You'll see a chick online. Maybe she's. Uh, doing like single stuff, you know, the, the extremely flirtatious looking selfies and the booty on the counter and the, just all the, you know, drawn attention stuff. And me, for the most part, I ignore women like that because all they're looking for is attention. But if you happen to ever get in their DMs, they'll be like, I have a boyfriend. And I'll be thinking to myself, if you have a boyfriend, you should act like it. Yeah. Look, I don't want to put this all on women because I'm sure men, we... As men, a lot of men probably do the same thing. They act, they look and act available when they are not. And I'm here to tell you today, if you got somebody, act like it. Mm-hmm. You know, the attention seeking, that just don't make no sense. What do you, like, what do you want? Is, like, the attention you get from the man you have not enough? What is, what is like, what are some examples? Some examples? Shit. We see it all the time, man. You know, the you know the the chick that you know she'll have a picture with her you know I don't know husband whatever boyfriend, and the next photo is literally her leaned over with her breast all out, and you're just like, what's going on here? Like, why is it necessary for people to seek affirmation? It's like everybody's looking to be affirmed when they shouldn't even be trying to put themselves in that position. Mm-hmm. If you got somebody you care about, that should kind of stop you from doing these things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's making any sense. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe they're. I don't know. It could be a lack of. I know people who do this may deny it, but it could be. <laughs> it could be a lack of self esteem or oh, or self. Good, good point. Where you don't like you need the you need the uh, I guess the validation from people around you, like you need to see like oh I got six hundred likes on this picture. That's real. Like you need to see that. Like when I posted the when I posted the picture of my husband, I only got. Damn. 30 likes but when i posted this one i got 600 likes let me do this again that's what I, i'm the opposite though like if i see a girl and she's in a relationship and she'll post like something with her husband i'll click on it but if she's just posting like the like the and i if i know that like both of them same here you know <clears throat> so yeah I, I, I do that but for different reasons i do that because i have a girl <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's probably just wiser if I just <laughs> if I just like the couple pictures and stuff, not the ones on the counter and all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, just trust, just trust me, like, man. Just because I liked it, don't mean you know I liked it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just, oh, just trying man. to support <laughs> support local talent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that that was actually a good a good one. They may be seeking um, to be affirmed from other people because 
you know, the per the person around them is not enough. Maybe they feel like he's only telling me I'm pretty because he's my husband or, you know, whatever. And then they actually um, seek the attention or uh, uh, opinions of other people to feel that way. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times women don't admit this, but they just want to feel like they still got it. Mm -hmm. Like they may be married or in a relationship and they just like holding their man down, but they still want to know that they can still attract a bunch of dudes. Yeah. And I think that's that's another problem that women don't they don't admit it, but they like to be I don't, don't want to say chased, but they like to be liked. Mm -hmm. I think that's human nature though to want to like you want to be well for some people it's like you want to be know that somebody wants you other than like who you so just for example like a girl might she may never ever cheat on their on her husband or whoever, but. I feel like a girl would be lying if she says she's not flattered when somebody approaches her. Oh, of course. Like you won and like wow, like that felt like that felt really good. Yeah. <laughs> and and guys are the same way. Like if you see girls like staring at you or whatever, you like it. But if they come up to you, then of course you're gonna. I have a girlfriend or I'm not interested. Whatever. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it, it still feels good inside to know that somebody is attracted to you. Mm -hmm. That's real. And you know, you know, hey. That 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 makes sense. I just think I don't know. It's, it's levels though. Yeah. It's levels though. Like I think once you, like I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. But you you make a you make a great point. Whereas you know you know you still got the sauce. Yeah. Or the juice or whatever the fuck they say nowadays. But <laughs> I, I heard. <laughs> yeah, uh, sauce is way better than juice. Uh, because. Never mind, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I, I know the comparison that, you know, juice has less relevance because it goes bad. And then sauce lasts longer. Is yeah. that the, that's the that's the thing? Yeah, I see the, the dude on online said that. he said uh say you get some mini made juice. How long Did does that do last? That best buy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how long does that last in your refrigerator? <laughs> Maybe uh, a couple of days. <laughs> but barbecue sauce, how long has that been in your refrigerator? <laughs> That's the sauce. <laughs> he just walked away. Yeah, he just walked away. He just dropped some some jewels on somebody. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang, sauce is better. But I like juice more. Like, yeah. I was like, juice is better. You think he put that on his resume? Like, I'm that guy? Yeah. The guy that elaborated on juice and sauce. That ain't going to be shit on your, lab on your <laughs> resume. They're going to be like, That's popular not. guy on the internet? <laughs> yeah. Well, not even popular guy. He, nobody knows his name. <laughs> no, <Nah, nah. laughs> That his name on the his name on the internet is black guy with cool uh black guy with cool comparisons. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> or to say black guy juice sauce. <laughs> they even put an and in there, juice and sauce, it's juice but sauce. If you, if, you, if you type that shit, you probably find him. Yeah. That's how the internet works. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, it's funny, black guy juice sauce. You seen it? You seen it? Keywords. <laughs> that's so funny. Elaborate, my brother. Yeah, man. I think. It, I, it, it's almost um, a, like human nature, as you said. Sort of a, I feel like it's a sickness too, yeah. because I think if you're comfortable in your relationship and you're in your your you really love someone, that although those things are like like cherries on top, those like people out and about, like you know, saying you look nice today, not in like a cat calling way, but just in like a, like, oh, that's a nice shirt or, you know, oh, what, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I think that's like icing on the cake, but 
I think that for those people that are like actively seeking it, like going on yes, social media, thank you. It's just part of this like weird like social media sickness that we have. Bruh, <laughs> that is the best. What that is literally the best point that I've heard about that. You see it in like clubs too, like the the girl that'll go in there and she has a skimpy dress on and she's out with her friends and. She she looks available available she feels available she's dancing on the floor she got some drink in her hand she and feels then, available like, why are you touching her wait what you said she feels available uh, it's not literally feels no no I'm fucking with you go ahead man no. um, but yeah so like and, and you and and you know she has a million dudes approaching her but she's just curving them all you know what I mean and that's that's almost like likes that's like physical likes in a sense that's like a good athlete. people just coming up to her and you know she's you know ducking dodging them however to, however she's doing it yeah but she's just i think you know it just feels good she may go home after the club and just like oh my gosh this guy was on me and this guy was on me and this guy was on me and it just feels good to her <clears throat> yeah but i'm gonna tell you why that's a bad thing too because the bad thing is, is you know, she may be in a relationship. She loves her man, blah, 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 blah. They ever get on the rocks, she's going to be out of there because she's got so much attention that she doesn't even need. I think if you care about somebody, you got to start blocking out that attention. You know what I'm saying? You should not be trying to grab attention from women like, hey, look at me, look at me. Oh, I have a girlfriend. Hey, look at me, look at me. Like, nah. if you get attention, if you get, it's called free attention. Nobody yeah. likes free attention anymore. Free attention is you're walking down the street, you're minding your business. Hey, you look great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, you walking down the street, but you like literally one centimeter from your fucking nipples being out and your butt cheeks showing. You are trying to grab attention. You know what the fuck you're doing. And it's the same thing people do on the internet. It's the social media sickness that you talked about. It's it's like it's it's like this idea that you know, oh, this isn't real because it's on social media. I could do this, and there's nothing bad about it. And it's actually really weird. You know, the craziest I, part about, like, oh. uh, let me just get this out. The craziest part about, like, the, you know, the having your nipples almost out or wearing, like, the skimpy dress is, like, that stuff is so uncomfortable. Like, the most comfortable thing you could probably wear in life is just, like, a regular T-shirt and some sweatpants. But you're making yourself so uncomfortable to go into a club and Bruh. high heels on and like all this just for attention. Bruh. It's, it's just crazy. That's a, great, that's a great point. I don't think they know that. A lot of guys see through that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and, and if you... So this is just for somebody that's single and you're doing all that same stuff, mm-hmm. but you're looking for a boyfriend, you're going to get the wrong kind of attention. Bruh. Like you're gonna get attention, but it's not gonna be. And then you're gonna be. So you're gonna have your post where you dress a certain way, and then you're gonna have those posts where you like, man, these dudes ain't blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Every guy I get with is just a bad. Well, it's because the type of guys you attracted when you did that. Like you didn't attract. Like a picture will like force respect out of people, Mm -hmm. and you can also lose respect with a picture because now it looks like oh. So I don't actually got to try to be your boyfriend. I could just... Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. a hell of a that, point. Like that, it's a, like a picture says a thousand words. So. Yeah. You definitely approach women different based on how... If you just scroll through their social media and see see what's going on. Yeah. The girl with the photo of her sitting on the counter, like you may say something reckless to her, but the girl that's like 
you know, just with her family or, you know, she has a graduation picture or something like that, then you'll approach that person with a little bit more respect. You know what? You made a grand point right now. It, but it kind of ties into this. I think in this day and age, because social media is so, <clears throat> like, you know, so relevant, if you sp- see yourself liking anyone, kind of scan through their social media. I'm not talking about s- stalk them. Scan through it. And if you scan through it, you're going to start seeing some inadequacies depending on who you're dealing with. Because you got to find a consistency. Everything we do is an extension of ourselves, and it should all be consistent. You know, I can't be on Instagram saying I go to church and this, and then I'm on Snapchat like, fuck these hoes. Like, this shit has to add up. It has to match up because everything is a, it's, it's an extension of you. So if you meet a chick and she's like, yeah, you know, I just do this, and I just stay at home with my family and blah, blah, blah. Typically, typically what people spill out to you and what they say, it's contrary. It's not always the truth. Mm-hmm. So if you actually... If you actually look through there and you start seeing stuff, I'm like, this is not adding up. Give it some time. You're going to see more stuff just not adding up. And you're like, nah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And that's what you'll find. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't got to look hard. It's not like you got to, like, you got to dig. You got to go all, all the way to picture one to find it. But when you, you can't help but see wrong stuff when it's there. Mm-hmm. Especially when you lived enough life. You know, you just, you just know some shit is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing is, I think a lot of these girls are not actually like that. Like, they're not actually who they might look like in the picture. It's just that they found out you can get famous on social media Bruh. by showing that. But what they also don't realize is a lot of those girls who are famous are still, like, they, they got a lot of followers and likes, but they're, like, they're broke. <laughs> I, know how to, I know how to say it. It's a lot of, it's a lot of levels you got to go through before you can get paid. Yeah. Oh yeah. To be. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. But that, even even the one and the ones that are getting paid, they're not just doing that regular. Like they're actually committed and like that's a job for them. So they got to be all in the gym and mm-hmm. like so. If you're not willing to do that, you're probably not gonna get the same sponsorships. And I know a girl. I don't even know if she listens to the podcast. So I'm just say what say what. Don't say her name, bro. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't that crazy. <laughs> But she, um, so she was, so, um, like, her Twitter, I don't know if her Twitter handle is still the same thing, but her Twitter handle used to have, like, her, her future career in it, like, you know what I mean? It would be, like, such and such, soon to be, blah, blah, blah. And, um, it was, like, a, you know, highly sought after career, um, and a highly, high, like, a career that she would have to go to, like, school for, like, eight years or whatever. And that was, like, her Twitter thing. And um, over the course of the years, like, you know, four or five years later, all of a sudden she makes this separate Instagram page. And it goes from this high, highly sought after career, high esteemed career to this Twitter or this Instagram page that is essentially like one of those Instagram model pages. Oh, no. And it's just like, you know, like a bunch of twerking videos and oh, stuff like that. Oh, my God. I was like, dang, like what twerking? Like what twerking videos? Yeah, like what happened to her to where she wants to like steer away from going to college to wanting to just be a in- famous Instagram. It's a it's a quicker route. Yeah. I think that guys are are a lot to blame too though. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they cuz if like say you're a girl and your guy 
is at the house, like, telling you, like, you, like, you so ugly, you, like, just lowering your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Social media is a perfect place to go to build that back up. Yeah, like, very true. Like, it's like, okay, you say that, but look at my DMs. Bruh. <laughs> have you ever... Great well, point. I won't, I'm not going to ask you. Have you ever... Have you ever complimented... Yeah, brother. <laughs> He's not... Don't ask me. This is not... This question is not for me. <laughs> We're going to mute DJ's mic right now. <laughs> no, but have you ever, like, complimented a girl in a relationship and she, like... It was just a just a easy like regular you know oh you have a nice smile or, you know just something simple, and she just acted like it was like the first time she ever heard a compliment in her oh life. Oh my god, yes, and it's actually very uncomfortable because it it tells me that she may not be receiving this type of encouragement in her relationship, mm-hmm. and it goes back to what DJ just said that if especially if a woman's not receiving that from her man she's going to go find that on the internet Mm -hmm. and it's going to be, and it's so accessible and the DMS and all of that. And then women know the, how they could, they know how to grab attention from men. They don't got to say it. What they're doing is basically screaming like, Hey, look at me. But at the same time to them, it's like, all I got to do is just post these little this. And they probably not even like that. Mm -hmm. Just like he said, they probably not slutty. They don't sleep around. None of that. But the thing is, is just, they know that the girls that, act that way get the most attention they could be a bookworm go to school but they don't get no attention from being a bookworm going to school so now they got to be a bookworm go to school and have their ass out and be twerking in videos that don't even make no sense yeah that's that's not your lane like if any like here's the thing this is not judgment on women but if you somehow come across this and you catch yourself doing shit like this for attention just fucking stop because that ain't you if it is you and you want to, like, if you are looking for validation from men, then go ahead and do that. But if you really don't stand on that, don't fucking do it. Because, at the, at the, like, another thing, too, we talked about this in a separate conversation. But as we get older, like, you think that by hitting the delete button on your photos, that shit's going to be gone. There's going to be some shit that gets archived. And 20-something years from now, your kids are going to see this and be like, damn, my mom was a whore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not even that. If you're that girl that wanted to go to school and do all that stuff, that could come up in your interview. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just, I just that told hurt. you the other you day. You did. He yeah, told me. There was some girl that I know. She's she's a beautiful girl, but she's like a little bit of a dunce. Um, she was like, I don't know what the job was or what, you know what what the whatever the job was, but it it seemed like it was a like a pretty cool or a pretty legit job. Um, and she was telling the story on her Snapchat, and she was like, yeah, guys, make sure you're, you're aware of what you put on your social media. She was like, I went into this interview, and I was all prepared. I was, you know, dressed well and everything. And as soon as I walked in, the, man, the hiring manager had my Facebook profile picture printed out in his hand. And if you know the girl, her Facebook profile picture is of her in a sports bra and, like, an open button-up T-shirt. And, um, yeah, so the hiring manager had that in his hand, and he pretty much gave it to her when she walked in. So it's safe to say she didn't get that job. And yeah, I think <clears throat> that, that's very unfortunate. You would consider that, you know, an evasion of privacy, but you got to understand you allowed that. 
Mm-hmm. You allowed that privacy when you sign all those fucking disclosure letters and I mean all those. What is it? This, yeah, filling out, you're that. filling out that. Mm-hmm. So even a hiring manager can. Did you know there's a couple of different factors that can stop you from getting a job? One of them obviously is social media. Another one is DUIs. If you got DUIs, it don't even got to be a driving job. They just won't give you the job. Mm-hmm. And then another one is uh, credit. There's some places that will not hire you if you got bad credit. If you got bad credit, they'd be like, well, you know, if you don't got a. Uh, uh, six fifty or seven hundred and up, we can't hire you. Yeah, and I was just like, damn, like it's all kinds of shit where people can deny your ass. So it's like, don't go looking for a job if you got like uh your fingers over your nipples on your profile picture and ninety five percent of your titty is out, and you're like, that's not right. I didn't get the job. Of course you didn't get the fucking job. What did you expect? Yeah, and they can find you just off your name. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not like they had to search hard. It is not. It's super easy. <laughs> it's not a background check. It's usually just super typing in your name. <laughs> but it depends though, unless you got one of them stripper names like uh, Linda Lips or some shit like that. <laughs> Linda Lips. <laughs> uh, Big Teddy Tammy or some shit like that. They could yeah. then. But if, if your if your profile picture, no, if your name on your profile is like Big Teddy Tammy, and you walk in and he has. That letter printed out, you be like, dude, how the fuck did you find your profile? <laughs> this ain't my real public profile. This is my stripper profile. Yeah, he did some searching. He did some digging for that. Oh, he did some digging for that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> they be like, you know, you, I, I remember you. You've been in that strip club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the crazy part about Bakersfield is that we know the strippers. Oh, yeah. It's like we went to school with them. We know them. You know for. You know, whatever we might have worked with them at a at another job before they gave Definitely. their life to the strip club. And this is the disclaimer. This is you know me and Keith. You know we're not adding DJ in on knowing strippers. Okay, <laughs> case his girlfriend's listening. Look, he's not in on the whole stripper talk. I know strippers. I know them really well. Even though I wasn't going to strip clubs, it's not my thing. But yeah, long story short, yeah, just speaking for me and Keith on that one. <laughs> Again, uh, yeah, that's it's not DJ. <laughs> I really don't think I know any strippers, yeah. unless I just don't know that they're strippers. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot, dude. It's yeah. a nightlife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's making money. You know what? I'll be I'll be sleep at that time, bro. To be honest, I don't. I can't say I blame. Let's think about this too. I don't say I really blame strippers too much because you hear those fucking sirens. Yeah. Dang, and they always ruin the podcast. When are people going to stop getting shot? Fuck. Oh, man. Never. <clears throat> right. Well, anyways. <laughs> and it makes, and like, I don't live in the greatest neighborhood, but it makes me sound like I live in Crenshaw or something when that fucking shit keeps going on. <laughs> it's done in like three episodes. You, can you hear it? Hell yeah, I can hear that. Usually when I, I mean, oh, we can hear it now, but oh. in the episode, like usually I can't hear it. Oh, when you chilling at home, you can't hear it without the headphones. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I no, we probably can hear it, but we so immune to hearing that we don't hear it. No, because one like when we were at Caesar's house, that mm-hmm. was like or no, it was one episode where like a a freaking bomb went off. Yeah, and we heard and it. I, and I couldn't it up. Hear, I could barely hear it in the um, in the podcast. Oh yeah, we and we reacted to it and it was like Yeah, like, these guys are weird. We picking up mad signals like you heard we got some, magnals. Yeah, we we heard <laughs> some we heard some Russians on the fucking pod, like, I'm like, what's going on, man? 
You got Russians trying to infiltrate the podcast? What the Russian fuck is going on? Well, you heard Russians and the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this shit, that's crazy. Bro. Yeah, I got to go home. <laughs> we got a conspiracy theory podcast. Oh, man. What was, that? what was I making a point on? Damn it. We were, um, I don't know what you were going to say. Oh, yeah. The siren went off and stopped the damn my thought again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, I, I, I mean, I do find it a little bit weird. Oh, no. I was going to say strippers. Strippers versus the regular. Okay. If you oh, see how it was a good job and stuff. Yeah. The, the thing about it is this. If you're stripping and you're getting naked and you're making money, right, I can't fault you for that because there's a chick online that's showing a lot of her body even if she's not naked and she's not making a fucking dollar. Dang. So take it, think about that. If, if I mean, if you want to take it to the next level and get naked, you're going to get paid for it. So you might as well do that because what you're doing is actually it's worse because you're reaching more people to show your body and to do and to put yourself in this like sexual position where, you know, your butt's out, you're twerking, you got booty meat everywhere, but you're not making a dollar that you actually look more dumb. I mean, just to keep it 100, like yeah. you, you really do. If if, left, if you were stripping, there's going to be people that judge you anyways. But at the end of the day, I find it to be it's more marketable if you just, you know, make people pay for it. <laughs> You know, take you want to take the business aspect to it. Like yeah. you could put some. There's there. I mean, you don't want to put a price on your body, but at the same time, like if you're gonna show it, you get paid for it. Mm-hmm. That's just that's my take on that. I, hey, well, my take on strippers is like, I think they're super ambitious people because, like, I worked graveyard before. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> like, like the fact that they do that every night, and maybe because I don't, I wasn't getting paid like them though. Oh, There's man. some strippers out here making like, bro, yeah, like two hundred thousand dollars a year. Like, I don't know maybe not out here, but yeah, you know, in the world, mm-hmm. yeah, our city not big enough for that. But, nah, <laughs> but it's like stripping can be really like lucrative. Oh, very, yeah. Oh, and, very. and don't think that because a girl is a stripper, she's a hoe. That's very true. Yeah. She's u- very she's true. used to the attention that some of these girls is looking for. She used to that already. Oh yeah. So she know how to like she knows how to handle it. It's girls that's then they're naked, just got gorgeous bodies, naked all the time, and they got a nerdy boyfriend. Let me tell you a secret. I almost got addicted to going to the strip club. No, no way. Not like I wasn't in there like spending money, but the idea was in my like I felt myself like on the verge of like. <laughs> no way. Of, uh. Uh, <laughs> being. Like, you know how, like, T-Pain has a song? And yeah. before you actually go to the strip club, you're like, man, this song is stupid. And then once you actually get in there, you'd be like, dang, I see why T-Pain, like, wrote this song. Like, I'm in love with a stripper. But um, they have a, these strippers have a way of, like, making you feel like the most important person in the world at that moment. And, um, yeah, so there was, like, a couple. There was only one girl that she was, like, some, some Mexican girl from, like, Texas or something. She would, like, bounce back and forth from Texas to Bakersfield. She was bouncing all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I love you. <laughs> she wasn't, and she wasn't making you feel like the most important person in the world. You were. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you were paying her bills. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo, I need this nigga tonight. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I usually don't even show nipple, but <laughs> it's the thirty first. <laughs> oh, where does uh, nigga keep that? <laughs> find something out new about people. Oh 
oh, every man. day. Hey, that was funny. Before we before we start airing, I was busting up laughing because DJ said, "Man, I always find out something new about this nigga Keith every week. Every time, <laughs> every time I have a conversation with Keith, <laughs> something new come up. Oh, yeah, you know I was an astronaut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, moon and back. Yeah, what? Oh man, <laughs> what that's hilarious, man." <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't think you had an addiction to the strip club. I really don't. I think it, what it was is like maybe I I don't know. Maybe it was a specific person and what they did, and I don't know if that kind of I don't know. Women have a way of kind of uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, I won't say hypnotizing us, but uh, uh, just attracting us. Like we have different attraction levels, mm-hmm. and there's some women that make us feel nothing, and some that make us feel everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and who knows? Maybe she tapped somewhere in between. And plus, she was naked, so it was like, you know, it kind of, kind of, you know, kind of threw you off a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe he actually did like her though, because I feel like it had to be more than just being naked that made that him. That was keep... a lot. I think she had her clothes on. Yeah, but she smelled really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, brother, you was in love, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you and all in the smell in the hair, like her hair smelled like Fruit Loops. So you wasn't actually going to the strip club. You was just going to your girl job. Like, <laughs> like she could have worked at Chick-fil-A. You wouldn't be like, damn, I think I was addicted to Chick-fil-A at one point. Yeah, I was really addicted to Chick-fil-A. I got diabetes and everything. Yeah, like, no, it was just you was going to your girl job. Yeah. You want me to bring you some lunch? Yeah. Yeah. I was eating chicken sandwiches every night. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That had to be a that had to be quite some time ago. This is in in Cali or in New Mexico. In in Bakersfield. Oh wow. I only went I only went once. I've only been to the strip club like three times my whole life. I've been like five. Yeah, like five. And it was I've probably been like five. Yeah, because it's been. Now you're gonna make this <laughs> competitive. You know, you know. Whenever somebody has a number, you got to make it go up by at least like by four or five more. You're like, you ever heard a chick say like? Um, no, I only been with three guys. I don't know why they do that, by the way. Nobody cares how many people people slept with. But whenever somebody does bring that up, just add like this time to times like three. Yeah. yeah. J. Cole got a line like that. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, girl, you lying. <laughs> <laughs> In the strip club, like, oh my God, I just got hired here. <laughs> They've been there for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> she told you she was a bartender. <laughs> like you on stage? What? <laughs> what? I hung out with a strip a stripper once. Like we were we were in there and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said felt like it's not a normal person. <laughs> yeah, but, like I got I connected with her in the strip club. Like she just gave she gave me like her social media and then how about these other you about to say social security number? I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> But yeah, it was really weird because when, um, like we just like watched a movie or something, but, or we were like hanging out and then we went to the Dollar Tree and I was just, I felt like a lot of anxiety, like, cause she just looked, she looks like a stripper. Like she got big breasts and stuff like that. And I had seen somebody that I knew from school. So I was trying to like hide my face and then he recognized me and I was like, ah, dang, I got to talk to this nigga now. (laughs) (laughs) I hope hope he ain't been to the same club I was. (laughs) Oh 
my god! I think it's interesting that y'all went to Dollar Tree though. Like they only spent ones. <laughs> <laughs> she has so many ones. <laughs> like, like they only make and spend ones. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. How it was. She had no <laughs> bank account. She's like, hold on, let me uh, get some cash. And they, it was like, flip, 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 flip. Imagine, oh, when, they, imagine so. when they gotta pay their rent. I bet you the landlord be mad as fuck. You don't got those big bills? Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> you gave him like eight hundred dollars at ones. Like oh, we got the dispensers now. Ain't no, ain't no excuse. Like you can just put fifty ones into the what, like the Wells Fargo little slot. Oh <laughs> my goodness. So yeah, I knew the two strippers that I knew. Um, this was years ago. I knew them about just like four and a half, five years ago. Mm, yeah, right around there. And both of them had college degrees. Both of them. Very smart. Um, very, it was a white chick and it was a black chick. She was half black, half white. Mm-hmm. Both had really nice bodies. Really sexy chicks. And um, She had a rocket body. Yeah, body was on point. <laughs> but uh, they were like, you got to come to, you got to come. I don't want to say where they worked at. Because yeah, they I don't know. I don't there. know if they work there still or not. Strippers got a sh- the 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 lifespan of strippers is is pretty short. It's because they're always there for a specific purpose. Like I started stripping to finish paying for mm. something. Man, that's bullshit. And it like like nobody it does it for a career. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't think I've ever heard a stripper like, yeah, I just want to do this. Do they, do they do like, they um do they offer four hundred one k out there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, you know what's crazy too is some of those strippers, the, those guys that come in there, there's some heavy hitters that come in those strip clubs. And when they like a girl, they'll pay for that girl's implants, all kinds of shit. Yeah. They'll be like, they'll be, be getting shout outs in rap songs. Yeah. Like Drake songs or like a G Easy songs. What was, like he said, what did Drake say? Like Anaya, some, some, or some. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Drake, what the, why are you shouting out strip? But you know, I think Drake just, he just a lovable guy. Like he always showing love. Jake probably felt the same way I did when I walked in there. Where? When he walked into the strip club. Like that same sort of love for whatever stripper. I don't know. I don't know. Me I and did, Drake are the same. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was love. I think it was I think I think the, the attraction was reciprocated. I think it was like you were like, hey, this chick is she's cool and then she was like, Oh, this guy with the glasses is pretty interesting. And then, and then from there, that's what happened. It was like kind of this, like, I don't know, this this situation of, like, cat and mouse and, mm-hmm. you know, the cat. She never... took a picture with my glasses, too. No, she didn't. Seriously. Oh, my God. I could probably find it. Oh, goodness. I won't show DJ, though. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I wasn't really interested anyway, brother. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> Oh man, good times, man. Good times. This is always a great thing to have a guest on, man. You know, kind of make them feel uncomfortable. It's all good. It's all good. All of our guests have had women too. We need a single. uh, We need a single guest on here. Yeah, we need somebody who could just literally just break the chains. (laughs) We respect. We respect men that are in faithful relationships, though, because you know, a lot. A lot of men nowadays are just you know they don't got that respect for their girl, and you know, it's in, in. and the thing about it is, is you know, when the man does have respect for his lady, hey, we're all for it, man. Yeah. So that's why you know some of the stuff we're talking about is, is amongst me and Keith. You know, you know, the, the funny thing is when Shiggy was on the Breakfast Club and they was asking him about like women and stuff. He's like, Nah, man. You know, why are you asking me these questions? Like, I don't mess around on my girl. 
And then like two weeks later, he was crying on Instagram, apologizing <laughs> to his girlfriend for uh, sliding in some girl's DMs and trying to get him to come to the hotel. Are you serious? Yeah. Shiggy is, what is he popular for? He's just like a funny guy on Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, and I then did. he did the dance and that really took him. Yeah, to and it's like he just a, no, he just a nobody. I'm not, not just trying to say he's a nobody, but he got popular, but it's like... There's no, it doesn't take much to become, you just, you become this viral figure. Like he's doing a dance and it's like, dude, you got popular for that. Yeah. And then he did skits and he got popular for that, mm-hmm. you know, but Hey man, to each his own. I like Ha Ha Davis though. I love Ha Ha Davis. He's hilarious. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> he said some dude's eating a burrito. So he's like, oh, so you eating a burrito burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you doing impersonations? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm slightly, slightly okay at some, but no, nah, man. Uh, yeah, the shiggy guy. I'm, I was kind of, I'm kind of confused on how that even came to happen. Yeah, it's just he had his, he had a moment. Yeah, and he capitalized. He took, yeah, took advantage of it. Yeah. Well, all right. After all of the things we've talked about, they did a lot of talking about strippers. And I don't know how. I think yeah, I think fifty percent of this episode was about strippers in some aspect. Yeah, in some aspect, in some aspect. (laughs) (laughs) I saw what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Well, what we're gonna go ahead and do here now, man. We're gonna close it down. Um, Not a whole lot else to talk about. I just think the the rest of that stripper talk sucked the rest of that life out of me. So. Let's go ahead and move. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, we bro. started with sucking the life out of the president. <laughs> what was that? We started with sucking the life. Like, you said something about sucking the life out of Obama. Oh, mm-hmm. his eight years sucked the life mm-hmm. out of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you got a good memory. We need this guy around. All right. Well, we're about to close it down. Um, you been listening to the Truckers Minds Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Bings. Peace. Peace.